Hello, wonderful TCKers. Um, that's Third Culture Kid, in case you've just stumbled across this podcast. Um, and welcome anybody else with a complicated story that involved some level of cross-cultural fun. Um, I'm really excited to be talking to you today because I'm kind of buzzing about a new experience. But it's, as always, a new experience that kind of prompts me to rethink, reconsider um, themes from my third culture kid life and from what I hear from the third culture kids I work with, I am incredibly lucky to work with. Um, So today I'm talking about learning and I'm talking about an identity that I've carried for a while, which I feel mildly ridiculous saying out loud, but it's that I'm not a very good learner. I know. Um, I have been in higher education for over a decade. Um, And as many of us know, we grew up constantly learning. I mean, children do, right? But we're constantly learning and relearning when we're crossing cultures and moving between different sets of expectations. So the idea that I've been carrying within myself of not being a good learner merits um, a certain exploration, shall we say. So what prompted this was I started a, um, new little toe dip course into, um, sign language, uh, British sign language specifically. And it's just a sort of four week introductory thing. Um, and I've been building up to dipping my toe into this new language for a while. It's something I've been interested in in a very long time um, and just never actually made the leap. And then local to me, um, a lovely, lovely lady and um, her organisation, I guess, um, set up a sort of intro session and the excuses were no longer there. So off I go. However, I'm nervous. I've been incredibly nervous because I've, I've been aware that this is something that I've wanted for so long. And as a lot of us do, you know, we build these things up and think, oh, what if I'm actually quite terrible at it? And I've had this pre-existing belief about myself that I'm not actually a very good learner. What I realised by the end of the evening is that that needs some sort of qualification. What I actually mean by that is I really struggle being the only one in the room to not know something. I struggle to receive teaching about something I feel everybody else is already aware of. That's what I actually mean when I say I'm, I'm not a happy learner. I don't like feeling behind. And what happened last night at this class was this wonderful levelling experience of everybody 
being in the same boat, all learners together, all around the same level. And the way that the facilitator managed us was in a, a, a state of play, a state of don't worry about it. Um, and there was no social shame. There was no sense of, you should already know this. There was no sense of competition. There was no um, element present that was trying to know more than anybody else. That was great. In that context, I'm an excellent learner. But what I'm recognizing and reflecting on from that experience is that I like many of you, which is why I'm talking to you about it today, because I'd be really interested to hear your reflections on this, is that we have grown up often feeling like the only one in the room who didn't know. Feeling behind. Feeling a certain element or risk of social shame. That sudden faux pas or that cultural reference or that pop song everybody else knows all the words to, to a greater or lesser degree, to a, 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 it might be higher stakes knowledge that we don't have or lower stakes knowledge that we don't have. But we felt it, every single one of us on some level. And then there's this other piece around learning as well where a lot of us felt like we weren't in a place long enough to really get good now this isn't a, a universal experience but it is something that I've heard repeated as I've spoken to third culture kids that sort of starting collecting little pieces of knowledge or skill set um, as we move we might end up feeling this sort of a scattergun effect of actually I look quite good at, an, at a lot of things languages is a classic one here um, where we might actually feel like we can get by or pick up things quickly on a sort of brief conversational level which is so metaphorical actually now I'm saying it but when it comes to the deep knowledge that we're just not around long enough perhaps to feel truly competent and that can carry with it a sense of oh my gosh I'm going to get caught out and then you overlay on top of that the incredible bravery actually and it can often feel like risk too to really dig deep into any skill I'm very aware that I've been to one sign language class and as such any knowledge I now carry is exponentially massively increased from the zero knowledge I had before but as I progress and if I choose to seek more training after these four weeks as I'd actually really like to do and part of part of the purpose of this podcast is holding myself accountable to some extent actually by saying it out loud because to say I want to get good at something commits me to an identity I don't already lay claim to to say, I want to be able to um, speak, as it were, sign language. I want to be able to sign fluently. Not just that, actually. I'm going to go bigger. I want to be able to sign fluently in a few different sign languages. British Sign Language, American Sign Language. Apparently, there's an international sign language. 
I think there's 52 or something the lady was saying overall, because of course there are different languages. But to say that I want that before I have attained that is hard. And of course, the more that I actually try, the more I could, in fact, realise I'm really not very gifted and make mistakes where I start to expect myself and perhaps other people around me maybe would expect me to be more successful. To get deep knowledge means sticking around. It means not just a kind of longevity of commitment in effort, um, but also of identity. To really commit to wanting to be good at something means being willing to be a learner. And at some point, you see, I'll have to come out of that safe space where we're all learners together and actually practice speaking to actually use what I know with other people who will be further along than me or who will be fluent members of the deaf community. That's a leap for me and that's that's just what I want to share with you today. This reflection around being a learner. Where does it feel safe to be a learner? For you. There are so many things in my life that I feel limited around. Many, many skills I feel limited around. <clears throat> Some like sign language, I feel slightly less shame around not knowing. Others like riding a bike, I feel a certain amount of embarrassment about not knowing. And actually gaining these skills now requires an identity commitment from me. And a willingness to re-enter that horribly familiar place of looking silly of making a mistake, of being behind, of kind of outing myself as being behind my peers in some way. Gaining a, an interesting new skill, that's the easy bit. Gaining a skill that all the settled people have had for a long time, that takes guts. So maybe riding a bike should be next on my list. Although I have so many reasons why I don't want to. <laughs> I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. And I just want to invite you to reflect to yourself today. Where has your TCK story landed you around your identity of learner, of student, of collector of knowledge? Do you consider yourself an expert in anything, fluent in any competency? Do you consider yourself a kind of jack-of-all-trades, is the phrase we use here in the UK, a kind of all-rounder? Is there anything you'd like to be truly skillful in? And what are you willing to do to gain that identity? Are you willing to sit in the not-very-good-at-it-yet-but-wish-I-was place? Because I know that's a hard place for me to sit. Really hard. It presses on many, many bruises from my early chapters. 
And maybe there's merit here, actually, not maybe, there is merit here in going back to those early chapters, those those early iterations of self and giving ourselves some credit for how much we were figuring out while we were not knowing things. If we can go back and gaze upon ourselves with empathy for all those awkward moments, maybe we can allow ourselves some more potentially awkward moments in our adult lives. They can become en route moments rather than these kind of frozen pools of, (gasps) oh, that was an awkward moment. Can you see where yours have landed in your story? Where are they holding your own sense of growth hostage? And is there a way of releasing them today? I'm really grateful for the opportunities I have to pursue new skill sets. And I'm really grateful for the way they invite me to challenge these beliefs about myself, these identities that I hold. So I'm not going to say I'm a poor learner anymore. I'm going to acknowledge that I'm a good learner. But where I struggle is being the one in the room who doesn't know. That's my sore point. That's just a bit of self-knowledge for me to carry on today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here with me on this journey. You're good company. Take care of you. Bye.